Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Hey, today on the show, we're going to be talking about the healing power of uh, humor (laughs) with Marcel Allen. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Exploring Awesome. I am your host, Jim Kellner. I'm a hypnotist and a a hypnotherapist, comedy stage hypnotist, and in my work, I meet a lot of interesting people. That's why I started doing this show, so that I could uh, explore tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me to live a more awesome life. Um, uh, Today on the show, I have got uh, Marcel Allen. Hi there, Marcel. I was afraid of that. She's been messaging me that she's, uh, she's not getting through. What I'm going to do, if, she's, uh, if she can hear, is I'm going to hang up on her and have her call back in. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Um, I can't seem to, uh, to uh, get the hang of this all the time. I have some, uh, some technical issues, but uh, uh, we'll see if we can get this worked out. Um, I'm just going to text her real quick uh, to have her to call back in. So, uh, hey, welcome. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for listening. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. We've, uh, we've got uh, an interesting uh, show today. Uh, I met Marcel Allen uh, quite some time ago, and uh, I think we're getting uh, – well, that's something else. Okay, sorry. And uh, through, a, through a thing called uh, sorry, Laugh Tech, and we're going to talk more about that on the show. Now, if you tuned in, uh, here she is. Let's see if we get her live now. Trying to get her. Uh... Hey, can you Hi, hear me now? Are you there? Hi. Hey, How's there it we going? Go. <laughs> yes, and great. <laughs> right well, <in> beginning. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, uh, I don't know what the problem is sometimes with uh, with this blog talk. Uh, it's uh, it's a little challenging, but uh, hey, let's move on. You're here now. Uh, I've just done a, a, just a brief uh, little talk right now. But, Marcel, I just want, would you just kind of um, tell everybody about yourself? How would you get yeah, here? Yeah, sure, thanks. Uh, and I'm so happy to be here. I know we met through Laugh Tech and my humor group on Humor Heals and my background in social media marketing and information marketing. So I'm, I'm what they call a web geek and also a social butterfly. <laughs> Um, and then I just I believe that technology can connect us, and I think that our words and our stories can help us heal. They can help us survive. They can help us do better things. And I've always, you know, looked at technology from the point: how can we be generous with it? How can we use it for good? How can we help more people with our message or our products? So for the last eight years, I've been helping people navigate those, you know, social media waters and everything from you know event promotion to selling courses online. So it's been a fun road and kind of sometimes challenging when you let, you know you go through drama and tragedy and it's like wow you've got a very public facing persona of you know personality and sometimes you know humor becomes the hero in that case or in my case at least. Absolutely, and I just want to let everybody know if you're if you're listening um, uh, right now, you can actually call in. Now this is we're actually uh, recording this three twenty three seventeen March twenty third. 
2017. So if you're listening to it anytime after that on uh, iTunes or anything like that, um, you can't call in. But if you are listening uh, today, uh, please give us a call, 619-924-0744. Again, that's 619-924-0744. Marcel touched on something really interesting, and I, and I just wanted to, uh, to uh, bring it back to that. You said kind of using, uh, I don't remember your exact wording, but it's basically using technology for good. And, you know, I think that's, you know, we sort of, I see a lot of these memes and stuff of it talking about, you know, people using their phones at dinner or maybe they're on social media too much and all these different things. Um, and uh, I, I do think that it's, it's important that we keep the, uh, the positive aspect to it. And, and you sort of can, you can, um, it can make it uh, uh, difficult for, uh, uh, you know, in-person relationships if you're spending too much time on your phone instead of talking to people around you. But it also, uh, I think it can enhance your life. In a lot of ways, as an introvert, I find that uh, social media is a dream come true. Uh, Marcel, right? <laughs> I want to uh, <laughs> um, Marcel, I want to um, I want to talk about this. Uh, you know, I think the the I can't remember if it was the I think it was if I first got in touch with you through LaughTech or through Humor Heels. I love this group. Uh, I love the idea behind this group. This Facebook group, um, and I couldn't find the exact link, so I couldn't put that in the notes, but. Um, uh, maybe do you know what the exact link is, uh, Marcel? Right offhand. Yeah, if anybody searches Humor Heels on Facebook and you click the little groups tab, you'll see it. It'll pop up, and I'll approve you if you look like oh, a okay. real person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. And I'll tell you, the, there's a really cool uh, the the picture for it is really cool. It's a little uh, like a, a band aid with a smiley face, so you'll be able to to know what that is. Marcel, and I don't, I don't want you to talk about anything that you know too deep or too uncomfortable for you. But can you just talk a little bit about how you got to to this place where you you founded this group, Humor Heals, and uh, yeah, and uh, sure, Lapjack. Yeah, Go it's ahead. actually. No. Um, I used to not respect comedy at all. I used to think jokes were bad and sarcastic <laughs> people were jerks, and I I used to really really not respect the industry at all, and I. Recently, you know, you you lose two people you love in a, in a year, and you see two dead bodies, and all of a sudden your your whole world kind of flips up, and there's something weird that happens in your brain where you're like, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to deal with this right now, I just want to feel good, you know. And in the past, where you know, getting drunk or going to church might be two options, those didn't sound like fun anymore, and I found huge relief in um, with comedy and you know, hearing people laugh and teach about comedy and like, I just needed to laugh and feel good and be present versus being in the past or, you know, being in the future, which is something I used to do quite a bit. And so comedy was something that would ground me and make me present in this moment versus being, you know, someplace else. So I instantly had this, you know, new love of comedy, and I wanted to learn more. I wanted to, I wanted to help. This sounds silly. But I know a lot of boring people. I know a lot of serious people. I know a lot of intellectuals <laughs> who sometimes don't know how to help you when you're hurting. They're like, well, what's wrong? Well, you know, I don't want to talk about that right now. Or they'll say, well, what happened? Well, I really don't want to talk about that either. So it's like there's a personality type that can make you laugh no matter what. And that we need more people like that. <laughs> That's my opinion. And I just want to bring you know people together so they can learn. You know, you're still going to heal at whatever pace you heal at. But having the ability to laugh and, and just smile and giggle and, you know, belly laugh, like that is so therapeutic versus just, you know, drinking or getting paid for or whatever else might, you know, other people suggest. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want that. I want to feel good. I want to be with people. I want hugs. I want to laugh. You know, I want to relate at the same time 
you know, I don't necessarily want to focus on me, perhaps. So comedy has been amazing in that sense. Absolutely. And I, you know, I love what you said there, too. You used to think it was sort of a, uh, I don't know the exact words, but it's sort of a frivolous thing and, you know, you know, don't waste your time on that sort of thing. Um, it's interesting, too, because I just had a comedian, um, um, uh, just Simon Kaufman on last week, and we were talking a little bit about, you know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to um, – I'm trying to, to work more. Uh, what, this is what we were talking about, is the fact that if I post something about uh, Alzheimer's, a cure, like a, maybe a possible maybe cure for Alzheimer's or, or treatment for it or something, I get 14 likes on, on Facebook. Um, and if I post some, some silly joke about dating someone, uh, I get like 300. And it's, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's, a, it's a little bit frustrating because, you know, I, I definitely, I love the attention, folks, so please keep liking the jokes. I just wish that, um, that I, what I want to do is I want to do more of combining the serious stuff with the comedy mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, packaging it in a yeah. way that will, uh, that will allow uh, it to be consumed uh, easier. And we were talking, and, but I did want to make sure that I put it out that I don't think um, that all comedy has to be, uh, has to be a message. Uh, there has to be, you know, political statement or some sort of yeah. uh, advice or something. And I wanted to, I, I did a video, and if you, if you watched the video, you just heard this story, but I want to tell this story real super quick. Um, it's about one of my favorite people, Susan Jones. She's an she's a re- awesome comedian. If you get a chance to see her, Susan Cupcake Jones. I hope to have her on the show because she's done a, an amazing mm-hmm. job of, of taking off a, a bunch of weight um, uh, over the last uh, six months or so and, and really has an incredible story herself. But we were doing a comedy show years ago, and this woman comes up afterwards, and she says to Susan, she goes, my sister died six months ago. I haven't laughed since then until tonight. And mm-hmm. it was just like, wow. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, right. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it was just such a, just an eye opener for me that, that really it's not just you know, the frivolous thing. It, it really is. It's an important thing for us. Yeah. Well, comedians have an incredible way of sh- shedding light on something in a way that it's kind of playful and fun, but it also helps us like there's a relief in it somehow that I don't, I don't even yeah. know if comedians realize that they're helping people heal all the time. Like, I hope they do, and I want to encourage them to keep making us laugh because they make the world go around and we get out of bed sometimes because we know we have something to look forward to, and it might be that open mic or that comedy night, but they they have a tremendous um, authority in our marketplace, essentially, of helping people move through things. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's so – you're so right. Um you know, I uh, I wanted to to find out about this. What so so you're kind of going through life. You know, you're like you're not a funny person. You're you're you don't like humor type stuff, uh, which is so is so uh, strange to me, right? I mean, this is and what's even stranger, I think, is the fact that you desperately want to be funny now. You want to be funny, like my friend Tina. You know, and I I it's so yeah. Uh, it's it's sort of like it's hard for me to get. It's just like somebody who's really good at math just can't get that other people don't love math or, or that aren't good at math. You know, it's sort of like, how is that possible? You just, you just, you can't be funny. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about that, that kind of struggle? Cause I, I've seen that kind of frustration uh, at times from, uh, I think uh, from Tina definitely. And uh, when I'm, you know, we're working on one of her speeches or something, but, but I think from you as well, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So in my, you know, early childhood or high school years, I was very competitive, very athletic. So I was very serious and very, you know, disciplined and very, um, like, I I wanted to win, right? I was very driven to succeed. Mm -hmm. And now with comedy, 
to me, it's almost one of it's like a game. It's like, how do I make this work? How do I figure it out? And how do I help other people? And how do I pull out of the, you know, the gurus or the comedians? How do I decipher or make sense of it? And, and comedy is actually a lot like marketing, Jim. I mean, the things you think are going to totally rock, they kind of flop. Or, and then you tweak it, you improve yeah. it, and you test it. And there's, there's a lot of parallels. And I'm just, I'm just like, okay, yes, and, yes, and. That one didn't work. This one did. Um, and it's not that I want to be a comedian is it, as much as I know that the message I want to share, if I go at it as an angry, bitter person, that's probably not going to work very well. But if I can make you laugh and help you learn, hey, win-win. So that's the goal. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> not quite there yet, but Absolutely. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's a, that's a great goal to have. Uh, looks like we've got a caller on. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and uh, take a call right now. Hi, caller, you're on the air. Hi, caller, you're uh, uh, you're on the air. Are you there? Oh, yes. Hi. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, good. Yeah, I just wanted to comment about people um, appreciating laughter and comedy. And, you know, healing, comedy heals on many, many levels. And... People, in my experience as a clinician and a comedian, people who are receiving palliative care as well as end-of-life care appreciate jokes. They appreciate laughter. They appreciate somebody coming along and taking them away from this this awful situation that they're in and just laughing. And um, mm-hmm. but it heals on so many levels. It's It's just... Great. And I think a lot of comedians seem to shy away from using laughter at a particular thing. So I think that's something that, you know, many comedians need to think about. And uh, and especially we talked about dementia there. Dementia, patients living with dementia, they love to laugh. And you can really use a lot of fun and a lot of interaction and a lot of character stuff to make people with dementia laugh. And, um, yeah. I'm with you. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing tool. Yeah, it would be incredible Thank if you. parents and nurses and teachers and marketers of every industry could learn how to infuse you know their presentations with humor because there's a lot of like important messages that just don't land because they're not mm-hmm. they're not entertaining. They're not engaging. So if more people could learn from the comedians, I think the world would be a much happier place. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I got to tell you, Jim knows. I was fortunate to be trained by Dr. Patch Adams to use comedy and mm. clowning and healing. And so, yeah, if we had more of that, it would be absolutely awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and I want to tell. Um, so uh, I recognize his British accent. Um, that's uh, that's uh, okay. And, the, and we've been talking on Facebook during this too. I, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. But um, that's uh, Dr. Dan Nightingale. Um, check him out. You know he's uh, he's uh, he's like a, a leading um, a leading researcher and uh, and uh, I don't know what you'd call it a treatment person for for uh, Alzheimer's dementia that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I just love that he uses the humor so much um, in uh, in his uh, in his work. I wanted to say uh, too that I'm hoping to have him back on the show again. Um, there was something I was going to ask you, Doc. Um, 
I don't know what it was. Yeah, I did want to say something quick too. You know, I um, and this, this using humor is such it's so important for anybody who's giving any kind of a public talk. I'll tell you because I had a teacher in massage school that was amazing, Dr. Alexis Brereton. He presented stuff in a in a just a it was anatomy and physiology, which was not my my uh, strong suit. He presented in things in such a way where he used humor and it was kind of exciting and interesting. And I got an A in the class. The very next quarter, we had a teacher up there who just went on about, well, in the cells, the mitochondria. Do. And I tell you what, I, I almost didn't pass the class. It was just that bad. So please, please use some humor. Please, or at least make it interesting. <laughs> can, you, any, can, can you guys relate to that at all? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you can't do a hey, Dan, I, without using humor. <laughs> Yeah, Nobody that's what I was going to ask you. You said that um, absolutely, um, Doctor uh, Doctor Dan. Um, can you tell us? Too, you said something about comedians aren't doing something enough, but I didn't catch exactly what that was. What was that? I think they shy away from making humor out of out of sickness. You know, when people are sick, mm. so when, there are, there are some scary words out there in medicine and cancer and Alzheimer's disease are two big scary words that people don't like to hear or listen to. But, you know, when when people are living and fighting those illnesses and those diseases, they want to laugh. They want to hear something about it. They just want to laugh. And um, it doesn't, you know, comedians today, there's so much PC in the world in terms of comedy. People are a bit wary of, what to say and, you know, what they should say around people who are living with those kind of uh, diseases and illnesses. And it makes, the, it makes people feel worse. It, does, it makes them excluded. So if, if you're in a, yeah. a theatre, for example, and people are, are trying to use that kind of comedy and that kind of humour, it, it excludes those people. They feel excluded. This, this is what... This is what people have told me, you know, patients who are living with cancer and, and other uh, diseases and illnesses. They've told me that, that they feel excluded because people are afraid to have humor around them. They think they have to be serious all the time. And, uh, and that yes. doesn't help the healing process. That's, that's what I was getting at that. I got to tell you, I, I found that to be true myself when I'm uh, talking to a very close family member that's going through some uh, some uh, memory loss right now, and and I was taking this sort of a, a business-like approach, and then I was, you know, like, you know, this is these are the facts and this is how it is, and then I realized I don't need to be like that. This is let's you know let's have some you know let's at least make a little bit lighter conversation than uh, than it had been, and I know I feel better about it. I think I think my family member feels better about it too. Dan, thanks so much for calling in. Um, really appreciate talking to you. And hey, um, go back and listen to uh, Dr. Dan's episode on Exploring Awesome. Check him out on Facebook too, uh, Dr. Dan Knight Ingale with an I, not an E, like uh, you better put. It. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, Marcel. I'm curious. Um, what? Okay, so you decide you're going to be funny. So, and I know I, I've seen you be funny now. So what? What happened? How did you become funny? 
I think it's a lot of encouragement from from my peers just seeing that we all have our own type of funny, but if you can develop it, and, you know, even with Laugh Tech, we've, we've kind of dissected the different elements. And once you can understand, you can try and test different things, and some things are going to resonate with you and some don't, then you can kind of embrace it versus being timid or anxious. And I think that's something where you just, you get comfortable in your own skin and telling your story and a little bit of self-deprecating humor even. Um, and for me, it's just, you know, I want to help, I, I want to give the gift to others now that others have given me with making them laugh. I, I love making someone else smile because they, you know, it helps them feel good. So, and it's a lot oh, like marketing. A, a you test, you test, and you try. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, uh, and this is one of the things that I, that I always tell people, and I just get, I, what a great way of putting it. You want to give that gift to others now. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I always tell people, too, when they're, uh, you know, like, because people oftentimes, and I've had so many people after a show, after I do a comedy hypnosis show, they'll come up and go, wow, you know, I really want to be a comedian. Um, you know, do you have any recommendations? And I just tell them, just go do it. Go fail about 20 times, and then you're going to start yeah. probably getting some laughs. Um, and, and people just, they don't, they, because they're like, oh, I really got to write all these jokes so I'll be really funny uh, when I go up there. And I go, forget it. You're not going to be, I mean, I've, only, I've gone to, I've gone to yeah. oh, my God, hundreds of hours of open mics and literally only seen like maybe two or three people be funny their first at least five times. Um, so, um, it's painful. It's a painful process. Just move past it. You're not going to kill your first time, probably. Don't worry about it. Go up and fail. Find out what worked, and then and then move on. And, and if you're going to be funny, I think in everyday life, I think you like what you're talking about, Marcel. Is you've got to be willing to just throw lots of stuff out. You know, throw lots yeah. of stuff. And some of it's going to be funny. Some of it's not. People oftentimes they they'll say a joke or something, and it, and it won't be very funny. And they go, Oh well, I'm not as funny as you. And I'm like, Listen. You just don't realize how many times I said something that I thought was funny. You just didn't laugh, but I just, I just <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, and another thing too, so, having a, a mentor, or someone that can help you. I know Kermit Appeal has been tremendous for me to just encourage me to try different yeah. things and learning about the space. And I've, you know, I'm a lot of it's just being humble to learn from people who've been there because they know things and they're, if they're willing to share with it, you might as well, you know, learn from them because they, they want to help us. And I think that's really cool when comedians are, are generous with, with what they've learned because then we can pass on that knowledge and that ability to help others feel, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah. And really, I got to tell you folks, um, I mean, Code Appeal, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a, he's a Northwest comedian, but he goes all over the world uh, performing. Um, one of the nicest guys. I mean, I've met so many awesome people um, in comedy. And you know what? That um, I will say that uh, when, I, when I moved into comedy hypnosis, I was a little bit surprised that the, the comedy hypnotists were not as welcoming as, as, uh, mm-hmm. as comedians. And I guess it's because we're not limited. There's not as many of us, and so uh, maybe there's some scarcity thinking there. But uh, comedians, I tell you, I've, I've met very few that weren't willing to help you out. Some of them, maybe not in, a, in the nicest way, but uh, they'll maybe just say how awful you are, but, there's, but mostly um, helping you out. You know, and speaking of, of mentoring, you know, uh, there's a, if somebody's out there and they're, they're not funny, okay, they know they're not funny, but they'd like to get funny or funnier, Marcel, what, what do you recommend? That's a great question. Um, I mean, I would say a gentle plug for Laugh Tech. Laugh Tech will helping people in a safe and secure place learn and develop their own mix of humor. That's one thing that could be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of Toastmasters. I did that. 
what to me was missing about that is you can get confident, but you can still be boring and confident, <laughs> right? So it doesn't have to be funny per se. So I we had to create something new because the focus wasn't on developing your own mix of funny. It was on being confident, but that's not enough, right? So LaughTech, NW.com is a great resource for people. Um, and sometimes you just got to build your own community. I mean, I kind of woke up one day saying, no one around me knows what the heck to do. So I'm going to, I'm going to develop a group of people who want to learn, want to have fun, want to figure this stuff out. And sometimes you build the community and others will be attracted to it or other times you get to join other great communities. So, you know, keep going, keep saying yes. And that's my encouragement is if you don't understand yes and yet learn that because it's a lot easier when you can just keep rolling with it until you find that great opportunity. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That, yes, and that's an improv uh, term, folks. Um, I love it. And that's what that's what keeps the story going. That's what keeps the story going. You know, and that's so. If you if, if somebody says something, yes, and and make it bigger, bolder, whatever. Um, you know, let's give a more uh, a less gentle plug for LaughTechNW.com, uh, folks. This is a great organization. I'm I'm waiting for the day that it's nationwide, worldwide, because it's just that awesome. They uh, they have uh, they have speakers come in that are actual comedians. Uh, you know, I've been on there. Kermit uh, Apio uh, has mm-hmm. done it. Um, you know, and they and they talk. You know, we talk about you know how we how we work, how we how we you know work on our jokes and how we get funnier. And like I said before, don't don't feel bad if your first few attempts fail because they just they just do for a lot of people. And um, yeah. you know something something that you know if you're uh, if you're not close by to a, a laugh check or something is I mean is there any is there any kind of online learning for them for those folks or anything like that? We do have an online community that people can join. It's, you can learn about it on the website. But again, last check, it's not to make people comedians necessarily. It's to help them develop their own right. mix of humor as a presenter or a business owner or as just you know, a stay-at-home mom, like how they deal with these crazy things going on. Um, yeah, and anybody can join us on Humor Heels. There's always updates about things there too, that group. And then we've got the Laugh Tech Laboratory. That's the more advanced online community where people can join. It's a paid group, but you can learn about it there from anywhere around the country. I mean, Dreamocity is now an international business, so I've got clients overseas, so we very much want to spread the word and spread the hopefulness and the fun as fast as possible. So, Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I, um, I will tell you that next week on the show, folks, we've got uh, uh, Brian Trendler, who's uh, uh, Marcel Marcel's uh, partner in Laugh Tech. So, um, we're going to talk more about uh, laugh tech and bringing laughter into your everyday life for just non, um, maybe non-humorous people or people that just want to get funnier. Um, you know, as, as funny as I am, I can still I can still get funnier, and I've learned some stuff uh, from from uh, taking some of their their workshops. So definitely check that out, uh, Marcel. Yeah, Brian's incredible. Uh, He's been my. Oh, I was just saying, Brian's Brian, incredible. Yeah. He's been my biggest source of surviving each day and just laughing and chuckling and, and dealing with, you know, life. Uh, but people can learn more about me at dreamosity.com, D-R-E-A-M-O-S-I-T-Y.com or laughtechnw.com. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank Definitely you so much, Dan, for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, you know, check out on Instagram, too. She's, uh, she's doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, on all the social media, you can you can uh, see what she's doing. Maybe she's gonna hopefully she's gonna help me out too. We're gonna talk more about that later. Uh, <laughs> folks, I just want to say to you: sometimes people are uh, they wonder, 
you know, why I don't do more hypnosis stuff on here, but I, this, isn't, this is really just for uh, exploring tips, tricks, and strategies to help you live a more awesome life. However, in two weeks, uh, I'm going to have uh, legendary uh, Northwest hypnotist uh, Ron Stubbs on the show. We'll probably talk about hypnosis. And if you want to hear more about hypnosis, I was on a couple of podcasts recently myself. Check out blackandahalf.com and uh, heckleradio.com. And hey, if you want to try hypnosis, shoot me a text. To, uh, shoot me a text that says EZ Trance to 313131. Hey, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Thank you, Marcel, for being on the show today. And uh, with that, take care, be well, be awesome.